Desert House. Welcome. This is episode 114. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Fuck San Jose. I don't know what, dude, I don't know what my body is doing right now. Like, I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable because I have my laptop on my lap for the first time. Usually I sit backwards in the chair, you know, like cool, like, like the cool uncle, like, hey, guy, hey, you want to talk about a guy? Um, that sounds kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> that creepy uncle you don't want to talk to. Okay, uh, I don't know what we're talking about, but we're coming back from a second win. <laughs> we're coming back from a second win uh, of last week against San Jose. Um, wow, uh, are you guys even happy about well, it? Well, look, the team won. The team won. We got three points, but uh, you know, the fans, people in the stadium, people watching on TV, they, they were not the winners in this game. Well, regardless of what side you were on. Um, this was a game that we all expected to be ugly and it didn't disappoint. It was ugly. It was real ugly. It Very was, ugly. It was like, uh, you know, it was, it was an ugly game, fell off the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. Hey, we, we, we called it that if it wasn't for, uh, us being galaxy fans and playing against our rival, if you're a neutral, this was the garbage cup of the week. And it certainly lived up to that name. It, it was an ugly, ugly 1-0 victory, but a victory nonetheless. For yes. every positive that you can uh, put out there, uh, there's a negative response to it, and vice versa. There's definitely two sides of the coin uh, throughout this game here. Um, so, look, let's just start with some of the good here. The good news is that we did what we had to do, although uh, it, it was an ugly win, and though we made it a lot tougher than it should have been, you beat San Jose. Uh you were supposed to do that. You got a victory at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, as as upset as you are, as uh, in the manner of in which they did it, they did it. Uh, you kept them off the board. That's back-to-back clean sheets. And again, the negative part of that is that, well, you went up against Montreal and San Jose. I'm not really sure if that's a, a feat you should be proud of. But the counter-argument to that is, well, then you did what, exactly what you were supposed to do. might have been ugly, but you... You kept them off the board. Uh, San Jose finds way to score. I mean, I, I'm not sure if they've. I'm sure they have been shut out at some point during the season, but it's not very often. So, um, credit to the defense. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that maybe it's uh, it's a confidence thing. Uh, you know, uh, they, they stressing defense. They got back to back clean sheets. I, I'm sure logically that that should be uh, a big Bingham. plus on the back line. A big plus on Bingham, who uh, made a fantastic save. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, overall, look, I'm happy. They, they beat San Jose. Um, I know that it's uh, their baby steps, uh, but uh, their steps in the right direction. It does. It doesn't fix the issue at hand. It, it still doesn't no. fix the, the 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 major problems that this team uh, obviously has. But um, a win is a win, and I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Uh, baby steps in that we fell on our faces so many times, which resulted in 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 the game being uh, as ugly as it was. Um, where where I think I I am disappointed is in the rivalry portion of this game. Uh, this game was not did not look like a rivalry game. Um, it had like zero fire. It had the opposite of fire. What's the opposite of fire? Ice. It had ice. <laughs> It was frigid. It was frigid. Yeah, this, this um, is um, this is the, the the thing that I'm most disappointed in, as a fan at least, because I figured that look, you're gonna have two really bad teams on the field, teams that historically do not like each other. 
the rivalry is definitely there. This was not necessarily a uh, a rivalry. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. I'm about to cough. Yes, the cough. Um, you all right, Lewis? No. Lewis is dying. Lewis is dying from choking on how bad this rivalry game was. Horrible, horrible, horrible. This is what it does to me. Um, no, as a fan, you look forward to these type of rivalry games. This is not a, a, a game or a rivalry that was, let's just call it, you know, um, produced by MLS. It took time to build this rivalry. Lots of games played. Yeah, lots history. of history. Lots of brawling. Players that don't like each other. You got Donovan going uh, from San Jose to LA. I mean, there's a lot here that, um, you know, and the rivalry, it could be felt uh, throughout the players and the organizations. Um, I think that might have switched over to LAFC a little bit, but a, a lot of fans still feel that um, San Jose is still our rival based on our history. And, and I think that that's correct. So at the very least, I was looking forward to um, not necessarily a brawl, but I wanted to see a passion in the galaxy that I haven't seen uh, from them in, in quite some time, probably since the LAFC game. So I kind of figured San Jose would bring it out in them or it would bring it out in San Jose. And nope, I was very disappointed in that as well. I mean, there were a couple hard tackles in there that five years ago would have caused an all out brawl and um, nothing happened yeah, here. Nothing. I, I yeah. think uh, for me, it was th- that part was kind of disappointing and um, you know, it, it took away um, from something that uh, I, I, I can say I, I was looking forward to because, like, like I said, I wasn't really looking forward to watching this game. I knew how ugly this game was going to be. I knew how bad these scenes were going to be. At the very least, I thought maybe the, the rivalry will um, go up a notch here. But, um, yeah, just another disappointment. Yeah, I mean, look, at we. I mean, we're going to keep getting into the game. I mean, we got, we got lucky here and there as well. I mean, things could have changed. Things could have been the other way. For know? sure. There was um, there was that there was that uh, play uh, where uh, uh, I forget who it was maybe it was Husin who sh- who took a shot and hit Clement's hand. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, that's uh, reviewed with uh, VAR and that's a penalty. Yeah. Um, we got a little lucky there. Um, we know there. that we haven't been lucky with those type of calls. And it's a clear handball. It should have been a penalty. Um, I'm not gonna shy away from that, but uh, I'm not gonna complain about it either um, because you know fuck San Jose. But, uh, you know, I- I'm not going to say the tide is turning, but um, getting a couple calls our way uh, after um, getting, you know, fucked over uh, so many times um, in the first two months of the season, I- I- that's kind of a welcome, uh, welcome, you know, lucky call there that, that-, that I'm going to take 100 times out of 100. I never really felt, uh, aside from that, that, there was really no point in the game until after we scored the goal that I felt threatened uh, that we were going to get scored on. And in fact, it wasn't until Alessandrini hit his uh, his, his rocket um, and uh, eventual game winner that either team had a shot on goal. How horrible is that? Well, yeah. that's why the game was so incredibly gross to watch. It was just so boring. I mean, I was falling asleep in my chair. I mean... That happens in other MLS games, but it usually doesn't happen when I'm watching my own. Team. I mean, think about that. <laughs> I mean, we we were falling asleep for a rivalry game. Yeah, that that says it all right there. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I've I've said it before. I've the last few San Jose games in the last few seasons, I've been I've been feeling like the rivalry has been waning for a while now. Um, no one no one's been really agreeing with me, but I feel like it just the 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 feeling of it is is been going down. Um, that's how I've been seeing it. So now, it looks well, like San Jose ha- is nothing. not. 
Yeah, I mean, San Jose hasn't been a good team. We have been declining as a team. That's probably why the hype wasn't there because they're just two awful teams that, I mean, if one of us was at least in in a better position, if if the Galaxy, for example, were one of the better teams in the Western Conference, you're looking forward to just annihilating your rival no matter how bad you are because you want to kick them uh, when they're down anytime you get a chance to. And you can say the same thing about San Jose. If they were one of the better teams in the Western Conference and the the Galaxy were doing bad, um, they'd want to do the exact same thing. If both of these teams are, uh, you know, high on the Western Conference where they're battling for supremacy of the, the conference or playoff position, again, this would be hyped up. But it looks like the hype was focused um, or transferred over to LAFC. I mean, sure, I agree with you to a certain point. But at the same time, you could look at the pitch and you could see the players are not playing in a rivalry match. They don't care. They don't have that that fire to like beat each other that hardcore as a as a rivalry game. And this if you saw this past week, um, the only person that really, really put his passion out there is the guy he always does. And sometimes to a fault, but Alessandrini. And he's the reason we got this game. Yeah. He just kept going at it. He kept chipping, chipping, mm-hmm. chipping, and finally he takes a bo- he takes a shot from outside the box, which he excels at, but for some reason does not do often. No, um, he's he's taken shots outside the box, but they even been blocked. He hit the post against Dallas. That's um, he's post, man. he's had he's had his couple uh, a couple shots uh, you know blocked as well. Um, so I it's feel not like that's going to stop the next game though. I feel like that he's not going to have uh, the room to do that in the next game. I actually feel that this goal is exactly what Alessandrini needed. I, yeah. I think this. I was, I was this, just going to say that, that Alessandrini seemed like the old Alessandrini in this game, and we saw flashes of it in the in the last game in the Montreal game, but this game is the one where it really came through. Where he was like, "Oh, it's Alice, it's 2017 Alessandrini. He's he's starting to creep back in there, and and gain a little bit of control." Um, I, I do want to go back to something that you said, Bobby, about uh, you know you not feeling that. This this game is a rivalry, uh, not much anymore, and yeah, and the intensity is not there anymore. Yeah, but I mean, you you only have to go back as far as one year from from one year ago in this game at this time last year. This is the one where LA Galaxy beat uh, San Jose four zero, and uh, and uh, Van Dam punked uh, Ureña and then pointed to his pointing to the crest and put his his fingers up. Um, you know that to me sh- screams rivalry game. Um, mm, but just you know, one, but you have to remember one player does it for one quick moment doesn't really put that in the full evaluation for me. No, but it's but it's but it's moments like that 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 kind of you know it come that into you remember. your memory. Yeah, coming to your memory. I'm not saying that was the only incident. I'm just saying that's the thing that that I remembered from from this game last year at this at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I also have to to say that. There's been a lot of turnover from both teams. Like the San Jose team is almost unrecognizable. They have Husin and Wondolowski, and and maybe that's it. Uh, the yeah, the defender. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bernard is still there. Is he still there? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, fuck that guy anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Bernard. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> brought, me, brought him back into my memory. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's the same thing with the Galaxy no. too. It's the same thing with the Galaxy 2. There's less and less people that actually are from that like lineage of rivalry that actually holds on to that. So right. it's becoming less and less. This is what I'm saying. You're 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 making my point. Um but yeah, and then, and it was and it was evident this past game. No one cared. No one cared about it. No, I think I think they cared more about you they know They need to get a win. That's all they not, cared about. They yeah, exactly. It was like it wasn't, a, it wasn't about against San Jose. It was getting a win because we're going to fucking look bad and we're going to yeah, fall get, get a win against a bad team 
right and yeah and that like, definitely went through the minds of times, both but... <laughs> yeah Sorry. and and it went through the mind of both teams i'm sure uh, uh two bad teams that didn't want to lose to the rival but didn't really want to take that much risk in doing so uh, that hasn't really been uh, a staple of either one of these uh, two teams when it comes to this rivalry um so again at the end of the day it's the fans who who kind of miss out on that um the players like you said, Bobby, uh, they're probably just not uh, in that same uh, line of rivalry that we've seen in the past. And, you know, they're more worried about getting the victory. So I think, um, especially for the Galaxy, they're they're more than happy to take this, uh, this um, get their first winning streak of the entire season, by the way. This is the first time they've won two games in a row. Um, <laughs> and they posted black, uh, black, a back-to-back clean sheets. So, uh, again, there's a lot of positives to take from the game but um, at the same time, you can make a counter-argument for every good point because there is that, that counter-argument that you didn't play well and no. you were going up against a very poor team and you barely won. I mean, yeah. it wasn't that you played a good game and San Jose yep. played well defensively. You, yep. you just had absolutely no creativity in the final third. And we thought that maybe with Zlatan being out – that it would force players like Alessandrini and Kamara and uh, Jonathan Dos Santos and Legette to be more creative because you're not just giving the ball to Zlatan. You're not, not depending on him to be the creative force. And nothing. There was nothing there for me. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a little bit more dynamic, and it just turned out that they were the same one-note team that they were with That's Zlatan on the field, yep. except except they were just playing through Alessandrini instead of Zlatan. I mean, with yep. so many attacking options... And you can only muster up one goal back-to-back against teams that are below you in the standings. Granted that you were playing with 10 men for an entire half in Montreal and the 1-0 victories actually looks a lot more respectable. But the fact that you were not able to score or more or at least get your first shot on goal until the 80, whenever Alison Jr. scored, the 81st or 83rd, yeah, whatever no, it was. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely frustrating. And that's, again, that's unacceptable with all the offensive weapons that they have. Yeah. That should not be a stat that should be on that statue. But you, but you have to remember, too, that there were there were chances in the beginning of the, of the game where the Galaxy's shots were blocked. So remember, those don't count as shots on goal. Right. Um, there were a couple, and who knows where those would have gone. You know, who maybe they were going to, remember they go headed for the corner flag, maybe they headed for the stand. Who knows? Um, but those were, you know, those are, are things where you were, they kind of disguise a little bit. Like, yeah, there wasn't a shot on goal, but there was a lot of shots blocked. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that's I, bad decision-making too. No, no, no. And I think you could add those to a lot of the games that we even had beforehand when we had Zlatan, the games that we lost. I mean, we had those opportunities. We had those shots that were blocked. We had those shots that hit the post. And then we don't, and then we come out without a win. Even the games that I think that we've actually played a little better than the last two games, to be honest. Um, but that's what that's where we there's where this is where we have the anger. I mean, even in a win, it's, we're watching a team that is not getting better really at all. Uh, they have no creativity in the midfield. They don't know how to get the ball up. Um, it's 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 just really bad. And I don't understand. Yeah, we we talk the talent we have. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, and again, we're we're going right back to it with the, with the talent that they have uh, on this team. They are grossly underperforming, and that's going to fall on not just the coach, but we talked about the front off put this team together and it, 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 it turns out that maybe they're just not gelling and you put it the wrong way even if you got the names that you needed to be on that field um it's just not working out and and the front off 
office has to take responsibility for that. And Siggy Schmidt, who has, you know, who, who well, was apparently putting this team together, um, is not getting these guys playing on a level that they should be playing in. Uh, and we're, we've been saying this. Uh, we're, we're just kind of beating this uh, this dead horse here with Kamara with your leading uh you know, one of the best uh, strikers in MLS, playing him out of position. You have Zlatan, one of the best strikers that ever has played this game on the entire planet, um, hasn't scored since Chicago. Um, that You know, that's a problem. He's not taking as many shots. You can tell he's frustrated. Oh, yeah. um, uh, players out of position, uh, unhappy with the way they're being used. Uh, th- this falls on the coach. That doesn't fall on the front office. That falls on the coach. And uh, but it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. And David had asked last week after the win against Montreal that, you know, uh, he thought he had he lost that game. Siggy might be out. Bobby, you and I disagreed with that. We yeah. figured that, you know, they're going to see this. Uh, he's going to end uh, this out this season. Yeah, he's going to end this out. Uh, at the, uh, I, I no agree matter how you. bad we go, <laughs> we're going to end it out. Yeah. And, and it's sad to say that eking out 1-0 victories against two very bad teams saved Siggy's job because that shouldn't have been the case. I think if it's anywhere, I mean, I remember him being fired for playing ugly soccer and still being in first place back in 2005. Well, he's playing really ugly soccer with better player and he's not even in a playoff spot. So, why in the world does he still have a job? Oh, look, we, we, we can talk this one in circles because we know why he doesn't have a job. We, I mean, we we know why he does have. He the has job, a job that he that he still does. We 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 we've talked this one to death. I don't think we need to go into it. Everybody listening to this knows. You guys know. Come on, you guys. If you guys don't know, hit us up on the DM and we'll tell you. Or just listen to older shows, guys. Yeah. Or just go back. It's fine. We need that. We need vis- the- You can visit us anytime. Just press play. Just press <laughs> we're always play. there. We're always there in your feed. And sometimes we're sometimes we're kind of down after a two game winning streak. Sometimes we're up after <laughs> after a. a uh, almost win. I mean, who knows? Um, it's very it's, true. <laughs> we're fucking wacky, man. Um, no, I think we're consistent. If you're listening, we're, we're consistently wacky, maybe. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about let's let's talk about uh, Siani and Shelvik. Uh I want to ask you guys about these two guys because I thought that that the pairing, um, granted, it's been against uh, weak opposition, but I think it's working. Um, I think that uh, Shelvik and Siani both had. Fairly good games. Um, Clementa was on the back line again. Um, he made some mistakes, but it wasn't as bad as he was against Montreal. Um, we started the game without Ashley Cole. Romney, I thought, did pretty well uh, playing left back. Um, so you know, we have we have a little bit of of, of gelling going on in in the uh, in the in the back line. What do you guys think? Like I said, I think back-to-back clean sheets, I think the psychological confidence is, is definitely going to, uh, to be there, especially for um, guys like Siani and Shelvik, who are known to have some bad games and some mistakes that, that lead to goals. So maybe in that sense, I'm not completely sold yet. Um, we know that Shelvik runs hot and cold. Um, he's, you know, he's, he didn't have a bad game. Uh, Siani has been... Ironically, the most consistent defender that we ha- that we have right now, and yeah. thought that we would be saying something like that. Uh, but again, I'm not completely sold on him. Um, has he found something uh, that he didn't have before? Maybe, but again, I- I'm I'm not sold on it. Um, we have Clemento, who you know, it's 
had a better game than he did against Montreal. But again, you're going up against a really, really bad San Jose side. Should he go up against Dallas's speedy front? I don't think we're going to be singing that same tune. And I think that's more of a liability at that point. So um, I, I think you're probably going to see Dave Romney at right back uh, if Ashley Cole were to play uh, or get the start uh, in Dallas uh, tomorrow as of this recording. Um, but I-, I can't complain about back-to-back clean sheets, even if it's against uh, weak opponents, because if you're playing against weak opponents, you're supposed to be shutting them out. That's exactly yeah. what happened. So how am I yeah, going to get mad at something like that? Lewis, Lewis really summed it up really well right there. And I think really, um, like I'm, I, I'm not really too sold on it either completely, but I do like that they are getting better. Uh, Siani is growing on me a little bit more because he is a little bit more someone that we we can actually rely on now. Um, Schlevik, I'm not too sold on him right now, but I do think that because we have these two wins back to back, that that confidence will pair them up better. They'll they'll I think they'll work a lot better together because they feel like they're getting results, you know. So hopefully that's that psychological um, boost really p- connects them a little bit more in the next few games. So. I think that the uh, another real test, because I don't want to say Montreal and San Jose were real tests, but I'm going to say that the game against no. Dallas <laughs> um, is going to test to see um, how well this pairing does. We know Dallas can score. They're obviously a better team than than Montreal and San Jose. If, if they, Yeah, a lot faster, a lot more dynamic, uh, better Siani's coached. Gonna be caught, yeah, if Siani if doesn't read things, Ahead of time, he's going to be caught flat-footed and running behind his the guy he, he needs to go after. So Yeah, we'll and, and that's exactly what I was saying about Clementa. You might have been going up against uh, two horrible teams, yep. um, but once you start getting to better opposition, you're going to see that Clementa might be out of his league right here. Um, but uh, like I said, I think Dallas is going to be a, a, a good test for them. If you're able to get... Let's just say the score is 0 0. And you, you'll hear our predictions in balls and beers. Let's just say the score is 0 0. I, I don't think that's going to happen, by the way. Um, I think someone is going to score. But let's say the score is 0 0. You don't get the win, but you post a third clean sheet in a row for a team, or at least for Siggy, who's stressing defense. Again, that's a psychological boost because yeah. now you, yeah. you held um, a, a much stronger Dallas side to no goals. And I think. That that really carries into the next upcoming games. If they happen to get momentum, and I go back to when we first started the games in uh, in May, where I figured that we were going to go uh, or have a legitimate shot at you know getting more results in this game, I wasn't too far off. I think I mentioned that uh, uh, in Houston, uh, we let up a, a last minute goal. We could have got a, a tie there. Uh, in Dallas, we could have gotten uh, a tie there. We hit the post. Uh, we, were, we were up a man. Um, we definitely could have tied that game. We could be undefeated through these uh, four four games right now. I know, I know. Um, Dave's giving me this look, and I, I'm well uh-huh, aware. Uh, Lewis, uh, uh, of uh-huh. The- <laughs> uh-huh. See, this is where it pays to be on the video feed, Bobby, because you can give because you can give Lewis the same look. Like, are we still fucking yeah, talking about this? Because okay, you yeah, were very wrong. Yeah, but this is an audio podcast, so we should throw that in audio form. So, like, when I say, uh-huh, Lewis, that's the visual representation of what okay. I'm doing. Or you can slap me upside the head. Okay, and fine, sure fine, fine. Finds the mic. Fine. Lewis, L- Lewis, say the thing about the, uh, say the thing about no, undefeated again. again. Yeah, yeah. Say, <laughs> say, say the thing about undefeated again. We should have been undefeated. Stares at Lewis. <laughs> there, no, there. How about that? How about react. that, Lewis? 
All right. That, so uh, the, um, the point I was trying to say is that, you know, if you get three clean sheets in a row, um, uh, hypothetically, and like I said, I don't think that's going to happen against Dallas. I'm not saying we cannot get a result against Dallas. I still believe we can get a result against Dallas at home. Um, they don't play as well on the road. Uh, their last victory in Toronto, notwithstanding. Um, you got a little momentum going, uh, especially defensively. Um, and if you have to eke out those ugly 1-0 victories the way you've done, then so be it. Um, if that's yeah. what's going to get you going and that's what's going to get your confidence up, then so be it. Um, the only bad thing is, is that... Right. I, I don't think any of us will, will be, especially with that talent that we have. But the sad thing is, is that if we do finally build that momentum, uh, what sucks is that the, the World Cup is just around the corner. So you're going to have that break it's and gonna, all that momentum yeah. that you've built yeah. is, is just going to come to a halt. But but you also want to have some of that momentum going into the break. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's uh, too much to say that if the guys go into the break uh, feeling good about themselves, having, having right. you know, three out of four games uh, with good results, um, that's going to make them feel good coming back into the, into the, um, mm-hmm. you know, coming back from the break. And who knows at that point, maybe there's, maybe there's a shift. Maybe there's something happens. Maybe there's some player movement, uh, you know, anything can happen. Um, there's certainly going to be some coaching changes in MLS through the mid, through the mid season. Um, I guess we're, pre- I guess we're, we're done talking about San Jose LA. No, we can yeah, still talk about it. I mean, do you have anything else, else we, like that? Because I, I do want to get into a little bit of the stuff, uh, you know, more a little bit more into detail with Dallas and and uh, Portland. Okay. But but I do want to say a couple more things about the San Jose game. Um, I thought that that part of the reason that uh, the Galaxy looked a little one dimensional was because um, Legit had gotten pulled back into the midfield with uh, Kitchen pairing with Kitchen. Um, ha! That, I didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> And uh, and Jonathan Dos Santos, who was playing like who just didn't want to exert himself too much. Um, you know, there was there was fit and starts, but I saw him gave up on quite a few balls uh, or chasing down uh, quite a few balls. So I think that that had a little bit to do, to do with it. You had um, Chris Pony on the left. Um, didn't really give us much. He got subbed out, out at halftime. Um, no uh, uh, you know, when Cole and Boateng came in, I thought they both changed the game positively. Uh, obviously, Boateng made that run through the middle, the the Alessandrini goal, and and as as Bobby said, it was a wonderful goal. Yeah, there are better are, players, are anyways. Us? So whenever they are gonna, on the pitch, they tend to always make it a little bit better. I, I'm surprised you're not asking us, David. I'm really surprised. <laughs> what, what? What am I supposed to ask? Am I supposed to ask about the Alessandrini goal? Yeah, what? I thought you Look, would, guys. We only get one. We only get one per week. And if you guys listen to MLS recap, you'll know. You do not get one per week. <laughs> no, this is the new rule. Okay, okay. Is that a new rule? All right. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this goal real quick. Uh, Boateng, he picks up the ball and he just slaloms through the uh, San Jose defense. I he, think he, he stumbles through well, the, the San Jose at the defense. End, at the end, he stumbled, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, my like, I was talking to somebody, and uh, and they were like, "Oh man, that pass that Boateng gave Austin G." I'm like, "Uh, okay, sure, pass. Let's call it a pass." Because <laughs> really, he just fell down. In the stats sheet, a, he got the assist. He got uh, the assist, so it's an assist. Fuck well, it. He, carried, I mean, he carried the ball. He carried the ball. He got him. He got him halfway there. Uh, Alessandrini <laughs> takes. You know, takes a, a nice shot. Very good goal. So I got, 
I ask you guys. No, you don't have to ask. Yes, I made yes, you. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Lewis is making me. Yes. And promises were made. Promises were made, Lewis, on on Twitter. Uh, I have to ask you guys. And was this a colossal? Lewis. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, so earlier that day, I was watching the Champions League. <laughs> Yeah. And I saw Gareth mm-hmm. Bale's Golasso. And David, you actually alluded to that. That, you know, after seeing that, what the hell am I going to think is a Golasso now? Um, that Bale bicycle kick is probably going to win the Puskas Award. Uh, I don't see anything beating that. Um, but I was so bored with this game. And I was so excited to have to, to see something happen in this game. Someone take a legitimate shot. And that shot, um, that one shot turned out to be a goal. And it turned out to be. For um, for Alessandrini, so I was just extraordinarily happy. It's a beautiful goal. I did say I que golazo when I first saw it, but like I said, I think it might have just been excitement. No, that sounds like a gut feeling to me. And be, but the thing is, because I said it right away, I'm just gonna call it one. Uh, I, if I had to analyze after, then it doesn't count. I, I said golazo when I first saw it. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna call it a golazo. Well, uh, you know, and it's a really great goal and in, in a very boring game, so it makes it seem like it's a lot nicer than it is, I think. Um, so I think it, I think Alessandrini can make those goals multiple times. It's something that can be standard for him, so I'm going to go no golazo. Hmm. All right. I mean, obviously, I think it's a golazo. I yeah, think yeah. everything is a golazo. You think everything is a golazo. It's a golazo, and it is up for goal of the week. Um, of course, that itself does not make it a golazo, but... I said Golasso as a first instinct, so I, I, I'll stick with it. Look, um, it's an outside shot. One, one of the one of the, uh, the 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 like down in my gut feeling uh, Golasos uh, that I've ever had was actually here in my in, in the first time I, I watched a soccer game in my house uh, when when I moved in here in two thousand six. Um, I was watching, I was watching uh, Mexico versus Argentina, and uh, Maxi Rodriguez hits. Hits one, you know, chest it down, or chest, you know, hits one off his chest. Volley, uh, before the, bef- as the ball left his foot, I stood up, uh, you know, and yelled golasso here uh, by myself in my house. And God damn it, was was that a golasso? It was a golasso. Sorry, Jose <clears throat> and Madam, that's a golasso. And we know exactly, we, you know exactly which goal we're talking about. <laughs> but yes, that was a golasso. Um, so, you know, so so certainly I know I know what that get feeling is. Um, this one, I, I thought it was, a, a, you know, I, obviously I was like, oh, beautiful, beautiful goal. Um, which, you know, I, I'm easy, you know. There, there was one thing I forgot to mention. Um, it was not only just leading up to the goal, but it actually in the goal itself. Um, so I'm watching, uh, obviously it's on uh, Univision or Unimas. So I'm watching the, um, the Spanish commentary. And uh, obviously, if you're listening to, to that, they're going to think that Gio Dos Santos is like the greatest player that's ever played the game. <laughs> and so, you know, they got the Gio cam going. Um, yeah, the specials and, and everything, right? Like before the game, they had, they had little specials for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Well, they I, they talked to Chris Klein before the game and asked him whether or not the Dos Santos brothers were on the market. Yeah. And he said that the, he's not on the market and they have no... Uh, no intention That's of funny. selling them. They're going to be on the team for a long time. So that basically means they're going to be sold during the World Cup. Um, but um, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was just annoying to hear these uh, the announcers just talk about Gio like he was like 
God's gift them, to the galaxy. But that's, that, that's, that's, you know you're going to hear it, that. It is, but well, I mean, it, it was more annoying. Right. Uh, and it, it was so much more annoying about, I mean, at every turn, it was like, uh, the galaxy need this player. The galaxy need that number 10 like Geo. The galaxy should be <laughs> uh, a starting Geo. Uh, I don't know why he's on the bench and blah, blah, blah. And then when the goal happened, you know, Gio did not touch the ball. He was just literally standing around watching uh, Emma, you know, stumble through and get the ball to Alison Drini. And they, they still, I'm not sure if they're being sarcastic or not. I'm going to go with not. But <laughs> they give Gio credit for that, like, assist because. By not doing anything? By, by dumbing the yeah. him just standing there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And, and that it was. It was at that wow. I said, you know what? I'm turning this to English. Oh, I God. Mean, oh, God. Yeah, that's how bad it was. <laughs> like, I'm turning this to English. Uh, unfortunately, I was watching my phone, so I didn't. I don't think I had that option. No, but, when uh, is that, when but, is that broadcast? I always throw it to English, dude, because they because that's how they are. That's how they are all the time when it's when we when they have. It's just unfortunate because I'm because I'm I, I know that they are, you know, um, pandering to that audience that are tuning that in audience, just yeah. for Geo. Um, I get it. But it also makes me think. You don't watch the Galaxy. You don't watch MLS games at all. You have no idea Probably like, not. what it's going on. Well, the guys that do the Univision broadcast I have to watch MLS games. I mean, they're they're calling the MLS games. We're covering the Galaxy. We have to know what we're talking about, but, you know, we're just really good actors. I guess I, yeah. <laughs> um, or not. I don't know. That's true. Uh, and and last uh, last thing, we, we can talk about this game and then we, we can move on to the other stuff. Um, let's talk about that Bingham save on uh, Denny Hoosin. What oh, a freaking save, man! We've been saying, we've been saying how, you know, a lot of a lot of people have been giving us, you know, crap that, uh, you know, Bingham's not a good goalie. Uh, we've oh. been giving him some credit um, against his old team. I mean, it's easy to not make that save. Um, he made it, and it was wonderful, and it gave us a, it saved us uh, three points. Uh, that was not an easy save uh, by any stretch. That was not an easy save. That the guy had to go backwards. On, a, on an absolute laser. Um, and he got enough on it. I mean, we're inches away from getting scored on and letting in another goal in the final five minutes of the game, uh, a game that we thought was going to be three points. And all of a sudden, um, you know, we're, we're in danger of, of dropping points uh, in that manner. And, and Bingham came up just save of the week, I think. Um, uh, Team Ilya saves again notwithstanding but i think uh it's up there for save of the week it was absolutely astounding um yeah he runs hot and cold he he's been hot um at least the last two games uh he he kept us in the game against montreal um you know even the games that we lost we talked about atlanta he it could have been on so much worse if it wasn't for bingham so you're um, you're saying you're saying it you're saying everything I want to say. I want to be like you're not. You're not watching the games. You're not watching his yeah. the, the, these. It, it's um, a little biased. If if you don't want to give him credit because he used to be San Jose, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Landon Donovan, who used to be San Jose, and come on, yes, come on. <laughs> Alan Gordon, Gordo, yeah, Gordo. I mean, yeah. No, I just feel like yeah. It's just it's just a. Uh, it's an emotional criticism instead of something that you're you're actually paying attention to. Yeah, and, I mean, and and, and, and then Bingham's not without his flaws. I mean, he does. He certainly does have flaws. Yeah. But look, he's he's certainly an upgrade from what we had last year. Um, and and he's like I said, he's 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 getting his points, so that's that's good. Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you're complaining about Bingham, you can always get uh, Clement Diop back and see how that works oh, out. No, please, no. 
and that's yeah, that at, argument. Look at how, look at how many uh, goals Vancouver shipping uh, with Brian Rose starting. Yeah, so uh, de- a definite upgrade. I-, I know it hurts, but hey, he made a fantastic save against a former team. He's one of the reasons that we won, uh, or at least preserved the victory. So yes. give him credit, guys. Uh, I think um, I- I'm going to say, look, he- he's a Galaxy player now. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's our goalie uh, going forward. He's, he's earned his stripes, I think, already. Yeah, yeah. I, I-, I think so. Um, I understand why people are hesitant on it, but, you know, give credit where credit credit is due, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, you got uh, it. Big ups uh, for, for Bingham here. And, uh, and of course, Allison Drini, uh, who also saved us at the last minute as well. Um, because, again, for, for the entire game, not allowing a shot on goal, and all of a sudden, you know, you're in danger of, of uh, allowing that tie after you score. Um, you know, it's... Yeah, because he cleared the ball off he that cleared line. The ball I forgot off about that, line. that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, big ups to uh, him there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Credit where credit is due, guys. So, uh, yeah, well, let's talk you. about the, the, the upcoming games. All right. So, we, we, we have. We, we, we may not be so uh, optimistic about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we host Dallas on Wednesday. Uh, the Dos Santos brothers are off with Mexico uh, for the World Cup squad. So, they will not be uh, in the game uh, this time. And so, I think that uh, to me, this is a positive. We have Zlatan back. Um, we're not going to have the Dos Santos brothers. So, we're not going to have this like kind of iffy uh, player on the field, you know, guys that who are maybe not giving 100%, uh, you know, for the Galaxy. Um, we are going to have guys who will give everything they have. Um, Cole will likely be starting in this match, uh, which means Romney will be back at right back. Um, I think that this is a type of game that would be good for uh, either Carrasco or Baggio to come in uh, to try and limit uh, Mauro Diaz. Um the the worry, of course, is the the flanks, uh, the speed on the flanks. I think maybe you start Emma Boateng in this game to try and keep track of Barrios. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I'm not sure to be honest. I I, I kind of like Emma as that super sub. I think that he's better fit to use that speed once uh, you know you wear down the uh, the defense in the midfield yeah. where he can't create something. Or, or just provide that spark off the bench that could lead to the, you know, that scrappy goal that, you know, the Galaxy are looking for. Um, since they're stressing defense, I'm not really sure that Emma Boateng is, um, should be starting if that's the case. Uh, I think that once you're, you know, going into the second half and you're still at 0-0, I think um, that's when you have someone off the bench that can, that can do something. Because if you start him and you know that he's going to be one of the first guys that's going to be taken off, what spark do you have off the bench? I mean, there's nothing there that's going to create. It's not going to be Pontius. It's not going to be Carrasco. Um, it's not going to be Jao Pedro if he's in that lineup. It, you're not going to have anyone coming off the bench that's going to create that spark. Emma's pretty much the only guy that you have. So I think that the best strategy is to keep him um, as that that, that super sub um, unless Sigi has balls and puts Slapan on the bench and not starting. Um, but I, I think... But who do you start... In place of Zlatan, or do you just go with a uh, really clogged midfield? Do you go Kitchen? Uh, yeah, you might Carrasco, Baggio. I mean, if he's stre- I mean, if he's stressing defense, I mean, I don't think it's that completely out of uh, out of the question to then bring in your uh, to keep this as as 
zero as zero zero as long as possible and then have your super subs come in and try to find that goal. I, mean, um, if that's, I if personally that's what he's trying to do if that's what he's trying to do that's just the that's a way to lose this game because yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just I'm how not we a play and we always lose to that like I mean I'm, we can't be coming back from behind all the damn time. I was just going to say, like, that that's, that's not a good game plan. It's not a good game plan, but it, it seems to be uh, Siggy's game plan, and that, that seems to be what he's uh, he's conjuring up for, for these games, stressing defense. Um, and uh, it's unfortunate, like like I said, with all those offensive weapons that uh, you're you're focusing more on the back line, which I have no problem with. I mean, the, you're, you've said it, uh, defense wins championships. Yeah, it's, it's an important part of the game, but... Um, yeah, when but you it's, can't stress a, def- a defensive line that really is not that strong yet. Like, you can't just keep stressing it. It's going to bend. Right, it's going to crack. It's not that it, good. Well, <laughs> but we had said, I mean, if they can keep this 0-0 going into the second half again, I think that, that confidence on that back line, uh, I don't think you know. going to happen against it, 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 I, I don't think so either. I, I don't think it's going to be 0-0 at halftime. I, I, I could be very wrong whether we're if up we're, or we're, we're down. down. I don't think I, it's 0-0. I, I, see, I see us being down more than likely. Yeah, I, I feel like we're going to be playing catch-up uh, in this yeah, game. But I, I feel like this could also be a 2-1 Galaxy win. Yeah, I'm, I, I can see it happening. I don't think it's completely out of the question. Um, I, I don't think that it's... Um, like I said, I, I think this is a, a game that we can get a result in. Um, it's going to be an ugly win. I, I think the, the ugliness factor may uh, throw Dallas off their game. Um, we saw that uh, we, were, we outshot them uh, in Dallas... Um, they just, you know, we had a, a, a mistake, uh, Steris on the second goal. Uh, it, it took a really, really good, uh, shot by, uh, Rudy, uh, to beat Bingham on that first goal. But I mean, leading up to that goal, I thought, I thought the galaxy were closer to finding a goal than Dallas was at the time. So we know that we have moments of spurts where we can outplay opponents. It's just a matter of consistency. It's a matter of, of, um, not giving, you know, the ball away uh, transition defense, which we struggle a lot with. Um, it's about those mental lapses. And like I said, um, the back line, psychologically, maybe they're in a, on and up right now. So maybe those mistakes um, don't happen as often in Dallas. And yeah, maybe Psychos, we can pull off yeah. a result here. Uh, psychologically, they're up. But I mean, agility and speed against the Dallas, <laughs> that ain't there. I mean, they you have, gotta to, have they it. Have to play. You can't just believe it. Yeah. They have to play smart. They can't. They. they they can be a uh, match physically against Dallas. Um, Portland, though, I think yeah. we're a little bit more evenly very matched. Um, it's very different. Uh, Portland uses a big guy up front with, uh, you know, like Adi. And, and we saw from last time, uh, uh, Siani did well um, with that assignment. So I think he can, he can limit that too. Again, the midfield is the key. Um, for Portland uh, and limiting the midfield, uh, just like uh, limiting, um, you know, uh, Barrios and limiting uh, Mara Diaz in uh, on Dallas, you have to limit Chara. You have to limit uh, Valeri and Blanco uh, with Portland. So, you know, if if uh, if the Galaxy can put together a string of ugly wins and an ugly result maybe we get a result in portland maybe we get like a you know a, a draw there um i don't think we'll get a win in portland but you know hey yeah um when going back to that winning streak that i talked about david you can say your line stares at lewis there you go 
Um, I had but said you that there weren't. was, <laughs> but <laughs> there was. Uh, I had said there was no team in the uh, in the foreseeable future that I was scared of. You know, Atlanta popped out, Kansas City popped out, New York popped out, uh, um, but there was no team. Uh, in the next coming two months, that really scared me. I said, wow, we have no shot in here. Um, Portland, I'm kind of seeing a different tune now. Six-game winning streak, and they're formidable at home. A different team than we saw in the, the season opener. Um, like uh, we had mentioned, I think Chata is is a, an extremely underrated uh, defensive midfield, and I think um, he's a big piece of that Portland puzzle. He's back now. He's going to make things a lot harder for us. Um, I honestly don't see us getting result in Portland. I actually see a, I saw us getting a result in Dallas more than than Portland, even if we match up better against Portland, because I think Portland is on a, on a better streak. They're a lot more confident. Um, their next game is against us. Um, it could very well be seven seven games in a row. Um, no one is uh, scared to play the Galaxy. I can't imagine Portland. Um, not being excited at the at the prospect of winning seven games in a row, being at home against uh, one of the uh, one of the worst teams in uh, in MLS and one of the worst defenses in MLS. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how they react. Um, That's most expensive defense. Most in MLS. expensive defensive line in MLS, and nobody is fearing it. They actually are just licking their chops uh, uh, to, to get a crack at us. Um, so. We'll see what happens tomorrow. As of this recording, we play against uh, tomorrow, uh, Dallas Dallas. Stubhub Center, 7.30. um, And then four days later uh, against Portland. By the way, um, four games in 14 days. That's a lot. That is a lot of games. So uh, you also got to take that into consideration going into that doesn't help our cause either. So um, then we finally get that week off before we play RSL um, at home, a game that I feel that we, we should be winning this is again another very bad team they're below us in the standings and that takes us right into the world cup break before we uh we face san jose yet again yeah in Um, san jose so uh oh by the way for those of you who uh were looking for uh stickers at the uh at the san jose game i wasn't able to make it um but i will be at the rsl game for sure um and i will have stickers on me uh because we have a new one so uh, you know, if you guys are looking for some, I know uh, a couple of you were. Just hit us up on Twitter during the game. Uh, you know, I'll be around. All right. Well, do you, uh, Lewis, do you want to move forward and talk about the U.S. men's national team, the game yesterday? Well, no, uh, David wants to talk about the U.S. men's national team. I have no national team for another four years. No, Colombia. Colombia. No, I, my national team. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get into the men's national team, uh, or I should say, boys' national team. Um, I do want to say a big uh, shout out to FC Cincinnati, who, uh, to, as of today, has officially joined MLS and will start playing in 2019. So another expansion team, uh, this one in Cincinnati. They have different colors, everyone. It's not they're not red or black or or white. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, they're blue and orange. Ugh, not that different. Uh, That's Columbia's colors. It's most like Boise State, uh, kind of like that. Yeah, Columbia Colors. I hope they play in a blue pitch like they do at Boise. <laughs> oh my God, how much more MLS can you get? Actually, that's, that's MLS 1.0. But yeah, you're right, you're right. But I'm not gonna lie, I would be kind of intrigued to see that. <laughs> uh, 
you know, what's funny is that uh, a coworker of mine who is from Ohio um, said she was in in uh, Cincinnati over the weekend uh, attending her high school reunion, and uh, she said that that's all anybody was talking about. They were excited about the announcement today. Oh, um, nice. So she's like, "Oh yeah, I was inundated with uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati." Um, you know, they're going to make the announcement. We're going to be in MLS. And I was like, wow, really? So, you know, maybe another surprising uh, MLS franchise here in the, in, in the middle. Uh, maybe they can be the Atlanta of the, the center of the country. Maybe. It's possible. Um, so anyway, congratulations to Cincinnati and uh, welcome. We look forward to beating you. Or getting crushed by another expansion team. Whatever. All right, so let's talk about the let's talk about the U.S. men's national team real quick. I'm not going to harp on this too long because I I know I know I know the boys are back in town. No, I don't know. <laughs> For real, the boys are back in town. Yeah. Uh, this time, this time it's uh, it's like what the U20 boys. I think the average age Basically. of the the team yesterday was 22 years old. Um, two 18 year olds were basically. Good. We're, yeah, we're basically just like running circles around, you know, granted, a very, very poor Bolivia team. Um, Christian Pulisic, also on the field uh, for, the fir- for the first time in a while or since the Trinidad game. And probably the first time for, you know, or probably the last time until we get real competitive matches uh, next summer. So uh, Pulisic, Lewis, very average on the night. I don't think that's what you meant by... Pulisic being average. No, no, no. Um, loopholes. No. Um, <laughs> Christian Pulisic at his best, at the peak of his uh, talent, should be the average player. That's what I meant. No, no. He, he shouldn't be disappearing uh, in games like that. He, he literally geoed this game. Yeah. Or Landon, because Landon w- would do that every so often for the national team as well. A so, lot. A lot. Uh, yeah. So, um I probably shouldn't say that on a Galaxy Center podcast, but that's fine. Everybody knows. Yeah, okay. No, because he did um, that for the Galaxy too. Yeah. Um. So, my my thoughts on it. Obviously, you know, uh, people are going to be excited about this, and I had mentioned it last week. It, it's not something I'm going to get excited for. Um, but we talk about potential. I'm tired about talking about potential. I want to see results. I want to see uh, these kids actually make something. I don't want them to be hyped up and then just turn out to be average or even below average players. I, I need to see. Um, I finally need to see that potential realized. I need to see that team realized. And um, you know, I'm not gonna get um, excited over a game that means absolutely nothing against a team that is. The worst in the continent of uh, Bolivia. It, there's just no, there's just no soccer down there. It, it, it's absolutely horrid. It actually ended up two goals less than what I thought it would be. I honestly thought it would be a five-zero game. I believe I believe somebody called them the Colorado Rapids of South America. I think that's giving them too much credit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bolivia is really really bad. I don't think they had their full squad. Um, I think mean. they probably. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't think they had their full squad. Uh, I, I will admit I really wasn't uh, following them. Um, I, I don't think Pablo Escobar was in that game. Um, so I know that their full squad wasn't in there. I don't, Actually, I don't even think he traveled to away games. That's how bad this program is, that, his, that the best player will not travel outside of the capital. Um, but uh, r- regardless, I mean, they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, a couple players impressed. 
uh, Weston McKinney, where we're seeing that he does have a lot of technical ability, so that is encouraging. Again, he's 16 years old. He has a lot of growing up to do, so whatever potential he has, again, I'm hoping he realizes it. The same thing with uh, Josh Sargent. And we had talked about this already, guys. There's a lot of possibilities uh, here in the future. Um, This is not going to be the team that you're going to see through qualifying or even through the Gold Cup next year. Obviously, there's going to have to be some veteran presence. Uh, You're going to see Michael Bradley. You're going to see out the door. You're going to see Bobby Wood. Um, You're going to see other players uh, like DeAndre uh, Yedlin in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Brooks is going to be in there. Again, uh, assuming that these guys are healthy, you're going to see some familiar faces as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to say if you're you're excited over it, but I think I'm past that um, based on what happened um, last year. So I'm now to the point where I I need to see results rather than potential now. So for me, I'm still kind of... um, uh, I don't want to say I'm still numb. I I think I've just hit past a point where I can just get excited about over the the next Messiah that we crown. Right. Julian Green, who also got minutes in this Oh my God, Julian Green, who, by the way, has more... World Cup goals and Josie Aldador and Bobby would say. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly loved. I'm not wrong. I, I honestly love seeing uh, Wea and and Sergeant combine and, and basically run circles around. Oh yeah! By uh, the way, Tim Wea is the new Messiah uh, of the U.S. Yeah, national team. It's just, uh, just let him be, guys. Just let him develop. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you know, I, I know he's a son of one of the. One of the greats to ever have played the game. And also, and also current, like, current president. president, which is like so odd. I wonder if that guy has mm. like, you know, secret service around him or librarian like, you know, protection around him at all times yeah, because he is the son of a, you yeah. know, a president. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Um, but no, look, just let the develop. I know what we think. Oh, PSG, but he's not starting. He's not playing a role in that team. He got, he got, he got. He got the first team. He got garbage minutes when the the title was all already there. Sure. and but that's uh, still first team. Uh, when look, it matters, yeah. when it matters, we'll see. We'll see because and, because Pulisic really fell off this yeah, uh, this year. He did not get as many minutes as he was getting in the beginning. Right, of the but year. then he also had a uh, uh, Gotze coming back, so that took away some minutes as well. Right. So, but um, again, guys, it just just let him develop. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it's not a breaker. You know, uh, make or break deal here with any one player. Just let the kids play. Let them play. Let them develop. They have a lot of room uh, for improvement, and we hope that they uh, they realize that potential that we love. Yeah. Um, they play Ireland next. Um, I'm I'm more looking forward to seeing the fact that there are international games on the schedule, and I've been very very blasé about the World Cup. Uh, so far, as Lewis and I were talking about, uh, you know, off offline, that um, had the United States been in the World Cup, I would know all the dates, I would know all the times, I would know who was playing when, and all the groups, and like, I would know them like the back of my hand. Now, uh, I, I have to look it up. I'm, you know, I, I have to check. I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would be counting down the days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, think I, I can tell change you. though, guys. I think that's going to change. I mean, in the in the week in the weeks before World Cup, World Cup's going to be. I mean, what, we're we're out of it. It's over. But we're gonna, but once but once World Cup begins, all the excitement's going to be there. We're going to be seeing all of the in, incredible games by teams that we didn't expect them to perform the way they perform. We're going to see outcomes that we didn't expect. It's going to be a whirlwind. It's fucking World Cup. What are you guys fucking talking about? Go Tanisha. <laughs> Is Tanisha in the World Cup? 
See, I wouldn't ask that question if the United States was in it. Well, I'm see, like, serious, I, well, well, I don't know the <laughs> schedules, anyways. But I'm just—I just know that I'm gonna know the schedules like the week ahead. I'm, I'm not paying attention to it right now. No, like, I, I, I would have known. I would have etched it in my brain the yeah. moment the groups were announced, and I would have told you at the at January first exactly how many days were left into the world. I can tell you how many minutes and seconds. But you um, have, but now you it's, still uh, have skin in the game, though. We like we don't. You you have Colombia. So what's your bitching about? It's not you my have country. Skin. You have, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know that. I it's have true, a dog. Still, I have a horse in the race, but it's it's not my my horse of preference. Home, yeah, it's not your so it, it's not the same. Um, uh, no, yes, I, I, I will have be rooting for somebody, but it, it's not the same. I mean, it, the United States is my my, my first team, and well, uh, Colombia will, will come second. Um, but I can't even tell you exactly what day Colombia plays. I know they played Japan in the first game. I know it's an I think it's an eleven o'clock game. End. It's at the end of the week. It, it's it's literally the last game of the uh, of the the first round of games in in the group stages. Uh, they, wow, they, they really they put played it all the way Japan. at the end. I don't exactly. Oh, I mean, they're in, they're in the G. last group. Yeah. yeah, they're in Group G, so in their last, uh, in the third. So you do know more stuff of it. You do know. Stuff I know Colombia's, but that's <laughs> it. I don't know who's in Group um, F. Yeah, actually, that might be Germany and Mexico's group. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but well, um, I'm look. I'm gonna do what every other American is doing. Um, I'm just gonna pick the team that wins the most. And that's that's about the American way. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, Madrid fans. Wow, like guys uh should be winning the lottery like what are the chances of you picking like the most successful team as your team wow so uh yeah all right guys do you have anything more to say oh that's it man i'm good all right guys we're good thank you for listening this is episode 114 la is our house i'm here with david and lewis good night everybody thank you fuck san jose and this is bobby later welcome bye thank you for listening to la is our house Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.